Welcome to the holiday bitch slap episode of You Need More Money. I'm your host, Matt Monero, where I come to you every week from my studio in Dallas, Texas. Yes, I did say holiday bitch slap. Maybe I am the Scrooge this year, but this is ho- this is Thanksgiving week, the start of the holiday season, and I don't like it. I never like it. I don't like it for business. I don't like it for gift giving. I don't like it for excuses that people make. And I don't like it for my own personal level of happiness because I have to fight against everyone else wanting to take it easy. People think that the year ends not on December 31st. They think it ends on Thanksgiving week. Thanksgiving week still has five or six weeks left in a year. And most people think that it's the start of the end of the year. That in itself is a problem where people have a concept of time. The most successful people I know have no concept of time. Mondays, Fridays, Sundays, Wednesdays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Columbus Day, President's Day, they are meaningless to successful people. Unsuccessful people follow the herd and the herd follows the time. Take time out of the equation. The reality is you celebrate too much and you celebrate for too long and you celebrate about shit that doesn't move your needle of net worth. See, I don't do that. I'm not interested in celebrating much. Now, I celebrate often because I think it's a component of running a business and leadership and parenting and have being a good husband to my wife. But I don't want to celebrate. When I celebrate, it makes me feel like I'm taking my hand off the throttle. And when we celebrate in my office, it's very, very expensive. It's about a half a million dollars a day in funded business every time we close. Because think about it. If there's five days a week, that's about 200 and there's roughly 20 working days in a month. That's 240 working days a year. If you divide that into our funding volume, that means that it's about $500,000 a day. So if I'm closed on Thursday and Friday of this week, I'm losing 500 grand a day in business. How much does it cost you to close your office? Do you even know that number? I know that number. I didn't know that number when we were smaller because it didn't really matter that much. But as you grow and as your business gets bigger and scale kicks in, you got to realize the cost of closing the operation. When the factory isn't producing product, you're losing money. So I don't like the idea of having to close on Thursday and Friday, which also, by the way, means that most people are thinking on half day on Wednesday of Thanksgiving week, what are they doing for the weekend? They're thinking about their menu or who's coming over or their shitty cousin that they don't want to see anymore or what, who's coming into town and where are they going to sleep and is the bed made for them and are they going to be impressed with my house and all this sort of stuff. Man, I don't think about any of that stuff. All that stuff is is a distraction to my reaching my potential, which is one of my core values. Every day I must focus on reaching my God-given potential. That is one of my core values. And so when I can't work and I have to close my office and it costs me a half a million bucks a day, it bums me out. I don't like doing that. But you probably do because you think the holidays are a time to coast. And I'm telling you, don't coast 
because the cost of the coast is immeasurable. Now, listen to me for a second. It's not just about the cost, the physical cost of the day. It's the lead up to the day that you close. It's the ramp up after you close of getting the machine primed and running again. And then it's the ramp up to the close of Christmas. And then it's Christmas. And then it's the ramp up of trying to get fueled up and going again after Christmas. And then it's the ramp up to New Year's and the cost of closing. And before you know it, you're not even back in the game until the second or third week of January. It's the third week in November, for goodness sake. Are you going to be down that much? Because you want to coast? That's why I'm calling it the holiday bitch slap episode. I want to wake you up and I want to give you 10 tips on how you can avoid a holiday slowdown. That is really not just a slowdown. I call it a derailment. It's where the wheels fall off of your success and you start to give back all of the pluses that you had, all the IOUs that you'd built up over the year. You begin to start paying them back around the holiday season. And I want you to stop doing that. Successful people don't operate that like that. The first thing successful people operate under is under a very different interpretation of time. We don't look at days of the week and we don't look in hours of the day as indicative of anything because we are on purpose. We are focused on mission. We know that we are tapping into our potential. And the only thing you realize when you tap your potential is that you have more potential. I mean, it's, it's really struggling for me. I'll tell you a personal story. I mean, I wake up in the middle of the night and I, I never wake up being grateful. I wake up being fearful. Now you might have a suggestion for me and you might even comment on this post or on this uh, episode, or you might send me a direct message that tells me how I can deal with that. But the reality is I wake up in fear because we're in a global economy, y'all. Somebody is trying to kick your teeth in. And if it's not your neighbor or in your town, it is one of your competitors. And if it's not your competitors that you can touch and feel, it's somebody overseas who wants to kick your teeth in. I was so frustrated with my boys last night. We went out to Sonic and I said, you know what, guys, maybe we should think about, uh, cause we don't have any family coming in. They all came in last weekend and I'm saying maybe we should go away for a couple of days while you guys are out of school. We'll go camping for the weekend. And my kids are like, well, what are we going to do? I'm like, do you realize that there is some kid on a dirt floor someplace who doesn't have any of the choices or the options that you have? I know I sound like my old man walking through the snow, five miles, barefoot, all that stuff. But the reality is it's all relative because back then when the old man used to tell you about walking five miles to school in the snow with no shoes, there was someone else in a town over that was more prosperous. But now you're in a global economy. There's somebody out there gunning for your success. They want to take it away from you. And you let them take it away from you during the holiday season when you start to coast. You take your hand off the throttle. It's like I say to my sales guys in here all the time, listen, if you had a great week last week and you have a zero this week, you know what I do? I divide by two. You don't. You're still living off the great week that you had last week. You're not even thinking about the zero that you had this week. And then you're figuring out how can you just stay to to average next week. And I only divide those two by those two weeks by two. And I come up with two marginal weeks. And most people come up with one great week. It's not how the players do it, man. Here are 10 tips to keep your hand on the throttle during the holiday season. Number one. Don't even call it the holiday season. Stop calling it about, there's no season. There's no holiday season. Stop talking like that. 
It's just you living your life on purpose with mission, with core values, with pinging the universe, with your ability to help others, with your ability to reach your potential. Stop even calling it the holiday season is my tip number one. Tip number two, make no changes to your schedule. Do not make exceptions in your schedule because it's the holiday. So what? If the customer wants to see you on Friday in between Thanksgiving on Thursday and the weekend, go see the customer. Make the phone call. Somebody's in their office. The players are working and willing to take your call. So make no changes to your schedule at all. Number three, accept no holiday bullshit. Well, we should, we'll make that decision after the holiday. Why, Mr. Jones? Why would you make it after the holiday? What does the holiday do any, have anything to do with anything? I mean, you're going to be around next year, aren't you? You're going to be around in 10 years. You're going to be around in 20 years. I mean, your business is doing well, right, sir? Then let's pull the trigger. Take time out of the equation. Let's do this deal. There's no reason to wait till after the holidays. The holidays doesn't solve anything. My point is on number three, you got to stop accepting the bullshit that people are feeding you about the holidays. Number four. Set a holiday goal for yourself. Give yourself a BHAG, a big, hairy, audacious goal that makes it challenging for you during the holiday period, not an opportunity for you to take your hand off the throttle. Number five, eat right during the holidays. Might sound weird that me at 275 pounds is giving you health advice, but I was 331. I lost 50, pushing on 60 pounds. I'm going to get down to 250 pounds. You can bet the ranch house on that. I do kind of understand the impact now. I was talking to my trainer this morning about how magical it is when you can begin to feel the impact, the natural state that your body is supposed to live in, and therefore what you put into it is what it tells you whether it likes or it doesn't like. But you can't feel that if you're all jacked up on on alcohol and you're all jacked up on sugar and you're all jacked up on lack of sleep and no water. And massive amounts of carbohydrates that throw your macro balance between carbohydrates and protein completely out of the whack. Eat right during the holidays. Number six, exercise more during the holidays, not less. Crank up your workouts. If you're doing 30 minutes, go to 60 minutes. If you're going 60, try 90 minutes now to burn off those invariable calories that even the most disciplined people are going to drop into. But I'm going to tell you something. I won't drop into that. I will not eat the cake and the cookies because I have gotten to a point where where, when it comes to nutrition, I understand how poisoning sugar is to our bodies. Unprocessed, uh, processed, refined sugar is death. Your body is not meant to eat sugar in chocolate chip cookies. It's meant to eat sugar in fruit not sugar that comes out of a box made in a factory. You got to understand that as you're starting to push harder and change your mindset to success, you need to understand that eating right and exercising is a major component to it. Number seven, shop in bulk. Man, knock out all your gift giving in one half day window. Whether you do it online or you go to the town square or you go to the mall or you go to four different shops, knock it all out. Write it down on a piece of paper, what you're buying for everybody. Put the budget next to it, total it, go to the bank, get the money out, and then buy all those gifts at one time. By the way, what I just walked through is actually a strategy that most people probably wouldn't even understand. But I hope you do. That's why you're listening to this because you want to make more money. I am a cash buyer. 
I literally still go to the bank. I will figure out what my, my Christmas budget is. I will withdraw that cash and I will burn it all. You might not even have any idea. So you just keep shopping on Amazon or online on your credit card. And then you have no idea what you spent come January on January 15th when the bill comes. You're like, holy shit, I spent way more than I should have. So I'm going to grab 10 grand. I'm going to spend it all, buy all the gifts I want for the people I want in one half a day window. And I will be done. Those gifts will come to my office. Someone in my office will wrap all of those gifts, or if I'm at the store, that that shop will wrap every one of those gifts. They will go in the back of my Yukon, and on Christmas Eve, I will put them under the tree, period. That's how it goes. Everybody gets so stressed out about gift giving and all that sort of stuff. There's zero stress in it for me. I defer, I outsource as much of that as possible. I outsource to the store. I go to stores that have gift wrapping. I, if I, I can't go to a store that has gift wrapping and Amazon delivers it, somebody in my office is going to gift wrap. By the way, we'll buy gift wrapping for everyone here because I don't want them having to leave the office through the gift shopping and gift wrapping. I will pay for all of the gift wrapping. It'll be at our conference table and people can wrap their own gifts right here in the office and we'll pay for it. Number eight, it is Thanksgiving. Probably time to give some thanks. It's not a bad thought process to sit back and say, what are you thankful for? What, what was a gift to you this year? What things happened to you that you should be thankful for? It is Thanksgiving for goodness sake. Number nine, when you have this holiday time that you think you deserve, I challenge you to go volunteer during that time. I'm not challenging you to sleep. Or goof off and watch stupid TV programs and stuff like that. I'm saying go do some volunteer work. Go to a soup kitchen for God's sakes and realize how freaking lucky you are. Because if you walk by homeless people or poor people or people who are in need during these holidays, it's not always their freaking fault. Sometimes it's in their damn DNA. Their genetics made them predisposed to certain things, alcoholism, drug addiction, lack of mental clarity, inability to win. Not everybody's a winner, man. And some people get the shaft and you are a winner. That's why you want this program, why you're listening to this stuff, why money means something to you. And maybe it's time for you to go back and give to the community a little bit. And instead of wasting your time off during the holidays, go do something incredibly productive through volunteer work. And number 10, take time and take stock of what you've achieved this year. Be happy for a lot of the stuff that you have, man, because it's been a good year. And if it hasn't been a good year for you, and even if it's been a great year for you, you need to figure out what you did to be successful or what you did to not be successful and build out a plan to change it for 2018 or enhance it. Take stock in what's going on in your world. Why did you have success? Why did you have failures? And what are you going to do to change it? Start building out your 2018 plan. But this holiday season in which so many people live in of figuring out, well, do I have to get my winter jacket out now? Do I have to change out the crap in my closet from summer to winter? Dude, it's hocus pocus. You're living with a mindset that is not commensurate with how successful people live. Successful people live, take time out of their thought process. Most successful people also take dress out of their process. I was watching one of my videos the other day 
because uh, we're looking to do some edits and repurposing of some old stuff. And it turns out I'm wearing the same shirt in that video from two years ago that I'm wearing today at this very moment. I mean, I don't even really think about that stuff. I've told you before with my travel schedule, I have two of the exact same outfits, brown shoes, jeans, blue shirt, sport coat, the exact same outfit. I have two dop kits when I travel. I'm not overly concerned about it. I'm concerned about the way that I look, but I'm not concerned about having to go to the store and get the, the newest fashions. Jeff Bezos wears a blue shirt in every interview he does with a blue jacket. It's the same look. Steve Jobs wore the black mock turtleneck and jeans and sneakers everywhere because it takes time to think about what am I going to wear? And they don't. They just wear the same thing, they look great, and they get the job done. That's my holiday bitch slap for y'all. I hope you love me for it. I'll see you down the road. That's our episode this week with your host, Matt Monero. Check us out every Friday at 12 p.m. Central as we discuss money, your life, and how you need more money.